0: Uh, as we went through the uh, Sermon on the Mount, Jesus now is headed into, we're going into chapter 7 to see what the Lord has to say. He's going to talk about some specific things. He's been talking about uh, uh, corruption, the corruption of the leaders. Uh, he started talking about those, uh, what we like to call them, Christian constitutional. Christian Bill of Rights and that's the Beatitudes, how we should live as Christians. And now we're gonna see, as we get into this closing chapter of the Sermon on the Mount, that Jesus now is gonna be shifting gears and he's gonna talk about some applicable things that we should be doing that stem from the corruption that he talked about with those Mm -hmm. church leaders. Uh, And that's something that we still have to be aware of and cautious of today that because because of the system uh of the church functioning one of the aspects of the church that we have to deal with and i say it all the time when you're dealing with the financial part uh of the church you have to run that like a business amen uh i don't i don't believe in just being uh flippers with with the finances i don't believe in that that the church we are here to help But we are not here to uh, enable, hallelujah. We are here to help and assist those who need help and assistance. And help uh, and assistance is always secondary, I like to say. A person has to show that they're trying their best, that they have tried their best uh, to make it happen. Uh, So let's go ahead and get into chapter 7. And let's look at some of these specifics that uh, Yeshua was talking about as he was closing up this Sermon on the Mount. Amen. Amen. Uh, So let's start right at verse one in chapter seven. Somebody go ahead and start reading from uh, Matthew chapter seven, right at verse
1: one. Okay. Judge not, that you be not judged. For with what judgment you judge, you will be judged, and what measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do you look at the specter in your brother's eye? do not consider the plank in your own eye. Mm -hmm. Or how can you say to your brother, let me me remove the speck from your eye, and look, a plank is in your own eye. Mm -hmm. Hypocrites, first remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, Mm -hmm. nor cast your pearl before swines. Least they trample on them under their feet and turn and tear you in pieces. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let's deal with that
0: little section first on, on judging. Uh, I want us to use, on purpose, on purpose, I want us to go to uh, Romans chapter one. Uh, and I'm, I'm doing this on purpose because uh, sometimes we act as though. And I've been guilty of it myself. I'm not pointing of finger. But sometimes we act as though homosexuality is this uh, unpardonable sin or unforgivable sin or in the hierarchy of sin, it's the worst. And uh and like I said, I've been guilty of it myself. So not being critical or judgmental. But when we read what Yeshua himself just said in Matthew chapter seven. And then we correlate that with what Paul is getting ready to say in Romans chapter 1 going into chapter 2. I want us to be able to uh, have a fair and open mind as we deal with sin. And when we deal with sin, I I, I like to deal with sin from this standpoint. I want to deal with mine or acknowledge mine and look at mine first. In that way... When we we look at ours first, uh, in Matthew, he said, be careful not to judge, because at the same level you judge, that's the same level you're gonna be judged, amen. So let's look at, let's just start at, uh, let's start at verse 29 in Romans chapter one. Romans chapter one, let's start at verse, let's start at verse 25, let's start at verse 25. Romans chapter 1, start at verse 25. Somebody stand and read that for us.
2: Who exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshiped and served the creator for the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another. the penalty of their error, which was due, Verse 28, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to the base mind to do those things which were not filled, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, burning, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, Bothered, proud, boasters and builders of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Go
0: ahead and go into chapter two for us. Let's, now, now, I read all that so we can get the context of what I'm talking about. That's the only reason I wanted him to start in chapter one, because we're real critical uh, on homosexuality, and by no means am I trying to approve or say God approves of it, but I do want us to get into context what he actually says about it. Amen. Go ahead and read into chapter two for me. All right, verse one. Therefore you are in his... Ah, stop right there. What's the first word in chapter two? You. Therefore you are in his... Okay, Everybody, version of the Bible start with therefore in chapter two. Now, I'm therefore?
2: you, you, then therefore.
0: Huh? you, huh? you, then therefore, okay, so we we understand now, in, in all now remember, in the original text, on the scrolls, they didn't have chapters and verses and all that like we do, it was a continual scroll, when they wanted to go to something new, they would pick out another scroll, but see, sometimes we stop reading at the end of chapters, and we don't actually understand that some of it, uh, what well, we just got to read the Sermon on the Mount. It was chapter five, six, and seven yeah. that was the Sermon on the Mount. Well, what Paul is talking about here homosexuality, it don't stop at the end of chapter one, but that's what we would normally stop reading, with. But watch But watch how this is connected, because watch this. where well, in the Bible, whenever you see the word therefore, you need to ask yourself, why is it there? What's it there for? Why is the Bible saying therefore?
3: I want I you want to you read, read
0: the, the previous chapter. Cause you got to go back and read what he was saying before, eh? amen? All right, I want I to understand that. Okay, Jack, go ahead and start at chapter two again for me. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm going to read
2: Romans chapter one, verse twenty-first. Okay. For since the creation of, of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. That's right. Romans chapter two, verse one. Amen. Therefore, you are inexcusable. See? Why are you Show you. Old oh man, whoever you are who judge, for in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge, practice the same things. Want you keep going? Yes, sir. Type verse two. But well, we know that the judgment of God is according to the truth against those who practice such things. And do you think this old man you who judge, who you who judge those practices and such things, and do the same, that you will escape the judgment of God. Or hmm. do you despise. You want to right
0: there, or keep going? Yeah, no, no, that's good, right there. So when we judge others, what we think somebody ain't gonna judge us, or primarily God is not gonna judge us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now I like what he said in in Matthew and some other parts. He said, so just be aware when you go to judging people, you got people that's judging you at the same level. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor always used to say this, I don't know if y'all remember this, but Pastor used to always say, I don't know why y'all hiding, because everybody already knows. Remember you say that? Y'all act like y'all hiding stuff, but everybody already knows. Amen. So keep that in mind when we are ready to critique what somebody else is doing. Check yourself first. First of all, make sure you're not doing that same thing or even something worse. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, all right, let's go ahead and go back to Matthew 7, and then uh, let's go ahead and start reading at verse 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse
1: 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And he who seeks, finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Let me let me let me pause you real quickly. I
0: forgot to talk about verse six, which was set of which was set apart somewhat from the uh, judging section. So let me let me talk about verse six real quick, pertaining to the judgment section. Uh, it was attached to that. So he says in verse six of Matthew chapter seven, he says, "Give not that which is holy unto dogs, neither cast nor pearl before a swine, lest they trample." their feet, uh, under their feet and turn again and, and rent, rent you. Now we have to, one thing that, uh, I'm cautious of, and I ask that the teachers, he'll be cautious of, if we're going to teach, let's make sure we teach it in context. And, and with this scripture, when you look at the way that it's broken down into sections, if y'all read like an NIV Bible or, uh, uh, one of those Bibles that, Has the break the paragraph breakdown, you know what I'm saying? Like when you read your Bible, if it has the caption of what this is talking about, like at the beginning of Matthew chapter 7, above verse 1, it says, Do not judge. That's what that section is about. Well, you notice verse 6 is attached to that section. Amen. Amen. So, in other words, you got to read that in context to judge it. So you can't just take verse six and say, oh, we're not supposed to give to." Well, you're really talking about specifically judging right now. Amen? Amen. So let's put this in context pertaining to judging. He says, do not give what is holy to dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine. In other words, there's some things, if you talk to an unsaved person about it, they're not going to understand. So sometimes you're wasting your time. It's it's paramount, it's imperative that we get people saved. Hallelujah. Because there's some scriptural things that you're trying to talk to unsaved folk about, but until you receive the Holy Ghost, you can't see some of this stuff. Now, the reason that's so important is this. We're living in a culture right now. Oh, let's talk about this too real quick. Judging, comparing, and critiquing things is something that we all do as human beings. Now let's talk about that real quick. So when it says don't judge, it's not saying don't compare. Don't pass judgment is what it says. Because judging things, that's what the eyes are meant to do. The eyes distinguish colors. That's how you know how to pronounce words because you have to see the word first. Watch, even in Bible study, what's the first step in Bible study? What? Um, Observation. Observation. and we do it all the time. We compare, we compare the King James to the New King James to the Living. See, what we're doing is we, we we setting things side by side, and we're making judgments on which uh, rendition of the Bible says it better. That's a judgment. But the judge he's talking about, let's think of it as a court, a court of law. The judge renders final conclusion. Yes. Final destination. Yeah. The jury does not do that. The jury, all the jury do, is hear the evidence, and the judge is the one that says Convince. guilty or uh, uh, the sentencing. Yeah. Fifty years, yeah. thirty years. That's the judge. He gives the final punishment. I should use the term. So that's not our job. Is to conclude where somebody gonna go. Because watch this. Watch this. Tell the truth. Wasn't it a time in our life that somebody looked at us and said, they ain't going to never be nothing? <laughs>
3: Amen.
0: Well, they was judging us. Well, here we are now, children of God. So I count myself as being something. Because I'm a child of the most high. Amen. Amen. So but somebody tried to make a final judgment over my life saying, I ain't going to never be nothing, we shouldn't do that. Amen. Because they, they, we, we got saved on the day we got saved. How many of y'all know somewhere in the world they got somebody got saved today? How I many of y'all know somebody going to get saved tomorrow?
2: Amen.
0: I love what the Bible says. I think it was in the book of Acts. He said 3,000 was added to the church that day. Amen. Amen. So let's, let's not uh, critique people so harshly to where we think in our mind, but worse than that, we make them feel that they can never make it. Amen. Amen. I saw some hands. Yes, sir.
1: Just something when you, when you read Romans chapter 1, oh. it's just something like. 27 says, in the same way, men also abandoned the natural relationships with women and were in plan for lust for one another. Men committed indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their perversion. 28 says, furthermore, since they did not think it worthy to retain the knowledge of God, he gave them over to a depraved mind. So in other words, really, it wasn't even really the homosexual act. It's when they did not, they didn't yeah, accept it the provision. Wrong. Right. 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 So and that's out there like you said, talking about some people like we don't know they might be saved later on. They will. Some of them will be. You know, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. when, because then there's going to be something that's not going to take. That's when it gets turned over. we can read this because, I'm kind of talking my head like, hold up, man. Like, Furthermore, since they didn't accept the knowledge of God. You know, like you said, slowing up and reading words. And, you know, we kind of want to point
0: that once again toward Revelation. In the book of Revelation, it's not, it's not the sin that's gonna get you, it's the rebellion to stop it. See, God is gonna always send a messenger, a harbinger, a prophet, a prophetess. God is gonna always send somebody, always. And when that somebody shows up on the scene, just like when Nathan went to David. If Nathan would have went to David and gave him that story about the ewe lamb and David would have got all braggadocious and I didn't do that, I ain't do nothing, nobody can't tell me nothing, it would have been worse for him. It was already bad for him. But furthermore, it would have been worse for him, why? Because it wasn't really the sin that got him, it was the rebellion about the sin. So we gotta be careful now when we get caught up, amen, when you get caught up. We should stop before we get caught. But at least when you do get caught, don't get all bragging notions about it and arrogant. Amen. Amen. My man, y'all messed up. I, I know I know uh, uh, one of my favorite pastors uh, in a favorite city in one of my favorite states in the United States. He got kind of caught up. But when he got caught up, I don't know if he did it behind the pulpit or not, I'm not gonna lie and say that. But he went before church and said, you know what y'all got caught up? Y'all please for you. Amen. But oh, i heard somebody say, man, that's Amen. the right thing to do. Amen. Amen. Instead of getting all bright notions and nobody can't tell me nothing. The Bible says confess thy false one that's to another. That's right. Confess you false one to another. Amen. Amen. I saw anybody else saying, it. Yes, sir. I just
3: wanted to talking about uh, just because, that. Confessing does us Christians. We're quick to say somebody's going to hell. When,
0: uh, when they do something, you know,
3: against what we don't feel like you going to hell. know, I was just telling some guys, they were talking about a uh, uh, person that I was talking about, I guess you caught our son the to watch the porn. And uh, you know, of course you got on about it. But I was saying, I said, it's too easy to not. I was talking about a guy in church, somebody called posted a video before, a guy in church who's sitting in church, watching porn on the phone. Well, the first thing when the guy said, he going to hell. Well, you don't have hell in the hell to go to hell
0: we don't know that. I mean, because we all struggling. Everybody's struggling. They got what? Like, four, and four and four, they got like eight, nine people in here. Let me tell you something. If you take a survey, we probably all struggling with something
2: different. Amen. You see?
0: But I bet you this, as a human being, I bet I know you're struggling with something. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. Amen, amen. So we just have to be careful when we make final conclusions, especially pertaining to somebody else. And if you want to be hard on somebody, critique yourself going to be hard on
3: anybody.
0: Amen? Mm-hmm. I noticed this today. I, I, ch- I kind of chuckled under my breath. I, I kind of chuckled under my breath. Because I like I like Cardi. I like her silliness. You know what I'm saying? And I was listening to her song today and it didn't bother me at all. But I can listen to some of that music and it's like I, it's like I break my radio and I'm turning it off. And I caught myself today because we put up with stuff from people we like.
3: Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm.
0: We put up with stuff from people we like. They can be doing the same thing as something else, but if that's somebody we like, we'll, we'll overlook that thing. All right, I'm going to move on. Amen, amen, amen. All right, come on, let's go ahead and catch back up at verse 7 with our, uh, uh what do you say? Ask, seek, and
1: knock. That's where we have right now. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find it. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. And he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be over. Or what man is among you, who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask him? Wherefore? Whatever you want them to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the quality. Amen, amen, thank you.
0: Uh, we're gonna just deal with this section again about asking, seeking, and knocking. And, uh, per, well, persistence is one word, but perseverance is another. And persistence is keep on asking, keep on knocking, uh, keep on seeking and per- that's persistence, but perseverance being you're going to do it through some trials amen because sometimes we can be persistent as long as there's no obstacles but then as soon as some obstacles come, oh, what's his name our what our uh, as soon as he starts shooting up walls and, and stumbling blocks and things in our way, we we give up so p- being persistent is good. Keep on asking, seeking, and knocking. But I want to just add this: that sometimes in life, you have to be, uh, you have to have perseverance because you have to be persistent uh, with obstacles, Amen. with the adversary, uh, with mountains in your way. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So sometimes, well, as Christians, and I tell the truth. Look, I want you to challenge yourself and test yourself don't break up so fast and easy when bad things happen because God works in bad things too.
2: Amen.
0: The book of Job. You know, the question is always asked, why do bad things happen to good people? Well, because God says what? I'm going to let it what?
3: Rain on the justice and the world is unjust.
0: as the sunshine too. Amen? So everybody going to get their fair share. But this is the difference. Now remember, we are all, every human being, throughout history and everything we see, taste, touch, and smell is God's creation. Mm -hmm. But when you accept the provision that has been provided for our sins, we now become God's children. Come on, somebody go to St. John chapter one. Now watch this, somebody go to St. John chapter one and and let's look at something real quick. Because you know, sometimes when we make certain statements, uh, I, I like just showing the scripture which, which gives me uh, the opportunity to, to make those statements I'm, I'm not just speaking arbitrarily here see everything everything is God's creation but to be God's child you have to have said yes to Jesus you have to have made him the uh, a partner of your sins you have to have made him the propitiation the atoning sacrifice amen the mediator you don't get that just by coming to church and that's a flaw in in, in a lot of uh, I won't say teaching, I'll say the lack of teaching. Because sometimes people assume that. It's not that nobody ever told them that ter- church attendance make you a Christian, but sometimes we fail to tell them that coming to church don't make you a Christian. Amen? You gotta accept Jesus as your personal savior. Amen. They got some people that have been really hurt by church. They don't want to step foot in one them. it ain't for a wedding and a funeral. But they have said yes to Jesus, but some mean people ran them away. Amen. And they, they love the Lord. Hallelujah. They've been saved. Hallelujah. They just get mad at church, folks. Yeah. Now, should they be in a church? Yes, they should. You can't sit at home and soak and be mad. But if we be real about it, you have to understand, some people have been ran from the church. Yeah. And for the most part, a lot of them, they didn't even do it just behind one church. Some of them tried. Four or five churches, and they just went to all these different churches, and they just found all this stuff that ain't supposed to be here. Amen? But the only thing we would tell them here at Sabbath Rest, one there is no a private church. So, honey, you're going to be
3: searching.
0: Amen. Come on, let's look at John chapter 1. I think it's verse 12. Yeah. Look at what he says. But as many as what? What's your Bible say in verse 12? St. John chapter 1, verse 12.
3: Into and all this,
0: everybody. Bible say, "Receive." Yeah. As many as received Him, amen? amen. He gave to them the power to do what?
2: We talk
0: children of God. Because the King James say, "Sons of God." Some versions say, "Children of God."
3: First, you gotta believe, though. Mm-hmm. Say that again, D. First, you gotta believe, though. You got. yeah. You, you have
0: see. to believe. Uh, uh, Paul wrote in this way in Romans 10 and 9, he says, you must confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that uh, Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the formula. Amen. Now, we have to be able to have that belief in God's process because it does. It seems too simple. You know, just keeping it real, it just seems too simple. Because anybody can say it out of their mouth, but God is so good, he said, you know what? They'll say anything out of their mouth. But how do you know if you really believe it in your heart?
3: Mm.
0: How? We just talked about it. Because you allow your what? You work your faith. Every time a situation comes up, you work your faith. Exercise your faith. Hallelujah. Every time a situation come up, you try to squash down your inner anxiety. And you let it go and give it to God. Amen. 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 Worry has, worry has internal feelings to it. So you know when you worry. Worry is just not an abstract thing. You feel worry. Worry is tangible. Hallelujah. So when you get in that feeling, and, and how 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 do you how do you get rid of that feeling? What's what's one way we get rid of that feeling? All right. Uh huh. You gotta speak it. Remember now, God created the world by how
3: speaking. Okay.
0: That's the power he gave. One of the main powers he gave that we don't use adequately is the power of our words.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you start feeling anxiety inside and you start getting on them butterflies, you be like, whoa, God, I know you got this, God. I'm gonna give this to you. I'm getting nervous about it, God. Please help me to just focus my mind, God. You see what I'm saying? But you gotta start speaking it. You gotta start talking. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. amen. Some of us are gonna know it worked. <laughs> Amen, amen, just try it, hallelujah, it's going to work Amen, so let's go ahead and go back to Matthew chapter 7 So in this, he's talking about asking, seeking, and knocking Before we move on, I just want to point this out Uh, I think the rest of it is pretty self-explanatory But verse 12, he says, therefore, whatever you want men to do to you You just make sure you do them the same way And that's what the prophets and the laws were trying to tell us the whole time That's what he means by saying that However, you want to be treated, you make sure you treat people that way. Amen. Look, even 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 thieves don't want to be stolen from. <laughs>
2: Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Amen. Cheaters don't want to be cheated on. Amen. So when you think of it that way, it'll stop you from. If, if I just think, man, I showed him people steal from me. Hopefully, that'll stop me from stealing. Amen. Man, I showed him somebody, somebody to cheat on me. Well, that should stop you from cheating. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And once again, he says, "For this is the law and the prophets." That's what the whole Bible has been trying to tell us the whole time. Amen. Just treat just treat people how you want to be treated. That is the easiest way to get along with somebody. You step on somebody's foot, say excuse me. Amen. Because we do make mistakes now. Amen. Come on, let's go, ahead. go to the next section the narrow way this deep section
1: is. Enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who go by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Mm -hmm. You know, I just noticed this. All three of y'all
0: favorite scriptures Mm -hmm. in Matthew chapter six. That's the mindset. Yeah, in seven. Yeah. Huh? Why not do it loop? The one you do is loop, but it's just the blank in the eye exactly. Yeah. And then this is yours right here, right?
3: Nah, mine loop. Uh, yep. Huh? Mine, Luke, ten to nineteen. Uh, I'll give you the power to tread over. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs>
0: amen. That explains your praise man. amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So he says, because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way. Mm-hmm. Now, many, it's not many times that the Bible uh, comes straight out and tells a Christian that difficult is the way. You know, Jesus did say in St. John, what that is, uh, 1633, I think, he said, this world, you going to have trouble? Mm-hmm. He didn't use no ambiguous word at all. <laughs> you might, maybe. No, he said, this world, you going to run across some trouble. Matter of fact, in this world, some trouble is going to run across you. So when you ain't running across trouble, trouble will run across you. Yes. Hallelujah. But watch this, he had a remedy for it though. He says, be of good cheer, in other words, relax, have fun now. Why, because he said that he has already overcome all that. Oh, now watch this, that's good because I have a seat, I'm gonna get you in a minute. So now watch this. Well, I want you to understand the process of how, of how Jesus said this. He says, first of all, in this world you will have trouble. He says, but be of good cheer. I've already overcome all this so sometimes we forget that last part that Jesus already. watch this that the battle is already won Mm
3: -hmm. Jesus already
0: overcame everything he already let me me put it this way he definitely already defeated the adversary Mm -hmm. and he left us an example that how he did it that's the way we should do it if you want to know how you should do evangelism Look at how Jesus stood at the well at the well at noon and talked to the Samaritan woman. If you want to know what evangelism is, look how Jesus walked through the street and that woman with that issue of blood touched him, and he turned around and talked with her. So he showed us how to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. When things get tight and tough, it says he dropped. He cried uh, tears like blood. When things got tight and tough, what he did? He prayed. Amen. When he got too much under pressure, when the crowd started him too much around, what he did He went to the mountains and hid and, and slept and rested for a while. Amen. Amen. I was showing somebody just yesterday. From Genesis, from Genesis chapter 2 all the way through Revelation, there's a theme of rest. throughout. There's many, many themes in the Bible. But one thing that, that we look over in America is the theme of rest, how important rest is. We look over that. It's a consistent thread in the Bible about rest but if you don't come from that teaching you see what I'm saying sometimes we, we sometimes we come from a certain type of a style of teaching just let me use this example when I went to college to build up a study the teaching was totally different than when we went to Fidelis, uh, When it was Fidelis Theological Institute it was both Bible colleges but the teaching was totally different so we have to understand Christ uh, in the last chapter might even be the last few verses of St. John. He says that everything that Jesus did for us, it couldn't even all be written down. The books of the world couldn't even contain it all. So everything that, we, that we're going to encounter in life, Yeshua has already showed us a system or a method
1: to be successful in that thing. Amen? Amen. 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 Yes, sir other version, instead of biblical difficult, uh-huh. it's got the word restraint. Restrict, it restrict. Made it start thinking because, like you about verse 14? 14? Mm-hmm. So, Amen. Yeah. Go ahead. You got to be thinking, you know, like we say, in a society now, you know, you can do whatever you want to do, but with we as Christians, it has gotta be a more restriction. Which kind of like the grand divisors. When when, they, when I looked at it, it made me think about a lot of stuff we talk about. Great point. Great. Point.
0: I'm glad it said that because it gives us a picture now. Of boundaries. Okay. As Christians, we have to have limits. Boundaries. That that is a better word. Amen. Amen. We can't just li- watch this. But, but tell the truth. Now tell the truth. Paul wrote four times. Two times in Romans and two times in First Corinthians. All things are lawful.
1: That's scripture, that's Bible. But you gotta have some all
0: things are lawful for me. Come on, let, let's go there real quick. Uh, I got to kind of think about where they at. Come on, y'all help me. Uh, he, he says, all things are lawful for me, but all things do not what? Edify. Edify, that's right. Come on, y'all help me out. Somebody, somebody uh, Bible search that thing on your phone real quick. That's all you got to do. Type in all things are lawful.
3: It's Corinthians, huh?
0: First Corinthians. Yeah. How many in the right spot? ahead and go ahead. Six. hundred. Six,
2: First Corinthians ten twenty three. First Corinthians ten twenty three. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of Him. Uh, First Corinthians ten twenty three is a. Uh, See?
3: I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. Uh-huh. I have You're the right loud, to do so they
0: can camera. Say that
3: again. I, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. That's right and that's, that's in right. what, what version that was NLT uh, this is NIV.
1: NIV amen I'm in 1 Corinthians 6 and oh, wow. 12
3: I okay. and twenty-three. And I was in a
1: different
3: uh, I was in a different uh, but you script. see how
0: he keep reiterating that now we both know that in Jewish culture when something is continuously reiterated that he's trying to show us the 17. importance of that thing amen So as Christians, and the reason he had to come back and explain that, why? Because Christ had already said that, if Christ had set you free, you what? Free. So now you gotta come back and explain that because what was people doing? Oh, I'm free, I can do whatever. In other words, living with no limits and no boundaries. They're on the broad road. They're on the wide road, that's right. Come on, let's go back real quick uh, to uh, Matthew. They on that wide road. Now, how does he define the wide road? What's 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 uh, some characteristics of the wide road?
3: It's broad.
0: Say that loud. Difficult. It, it's difficult. <laughs> it's yeah. Broad well, actually, I he road. said our road is difficult. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Our, the, the narrow road yeah. is the one with limits and boundaries. The wide road, it, it's it's gonna be difficult in the end. Yeah. But for right now, the wide road is easy because you know in America we can. Anything goes. Listen, y'all, please. Now y'all still raising little children. So please, and I know in this culture you tell them this. I know you do in this society. You can be anything you want to be. I know you tell them that. But please put a handle on that. Because that's true. Their profession. They can be a pilot, an astronaut, Uh. uh, uh. But
2: in today's society, you can't say that because it goes on the level, like
0: That's right. See, now little girls think they can be a boy. Yeah, Just because you put boy clothes on that don't make you a boy. Let me tell you Amen. something. I don't even know what the big debate is, because if you want to know what sex the baby is, when it come out the mama, look between its legs.
3: Amen. <laughs> Amen.
0: <laughs> There's no debate here. When the baby come out the mama, look between the baby legs and watch this. Now they got this thing called homorphedites. They it's born to be yeah. Now the parents got to make a decision. What if you make the wrong one?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, hopefully, before they make the decision, they do uh, blood work on the baby to see what, type is, what, what the level of the hormones are, that'll and that'll let you know if it's got more female hormones, more estrogen, or more male hormone testosterone. It'll let you know that. But they're the only ones where there's any confusion at birth. If you want to know what the baby is at birth, unless it's a, unless it's born a hermaphrodite, the baby, you look between the baby legs. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah!
1: Amen. 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 Yes, sir. One of my favorite songs in the assembly is, Do what you want to. Do whatever you want. Do what you want to. Let's have some fun, y'all. <laughs> that's basically what the road is.
3: And we've all been on that road. What about that other song? Uh, was a Slider Fabric song, do it till you're satisfied? Whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever
0: it is. Go on and do it, do it, do
3: it. That beat that's, uh, DT do it Express it or something right. like that.
0: Yeah. But that, now watch this. If we talking about songs that was in the 70s y'all, yeah. so now Cardi and Megan and, and all of the little rappers and the young generation, they doing it just how they want to do it. Why? Because mm-hmm. we told them to do it. Mm-hmm. Now if mama tell me I can be anything I want to be, but she don't really explain that? We really gotta be careful. Uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a whole lot of ramifications that people don't consider when we talk about homosexuality. And the, the main primary one that nobody really considers is if everybody gay, ain't no babies being born. Okay, you do gonna get the few that's gonna go do the artificial insemination and this, that, and another. So this is this, this is a question. This is a question, I better leave this off the camera, because this is a question that's in my head. I better leave this one off the camera, because I ain't trying to offend nobody. But it's a question, it's a thing that I think about all the time. Amen. So we have to understand, uh, on this narrow road, and the road uh, that is talking about, the narrow, uh, one of the commentaries that I read about this, it talked about how on the wide road, not only is the road wide, People going in all different types of directions. You got those because why? Because they free. They can go over there if they want to go over there. They can go over here. They go north, south, east, west. They can go everywhere. But see, on the narrow road, everybody's traveling in the same direction. Ah. I praise
2: Thank God.
0: Yeah. You see. So there's no confusion on that road. Everybody going the same direction. Amen. The road now, so now I don't know if you can pass or not.
3: <laughs>
0: but who in the hurry to get to judgment?
3: Because
0: that's where we're going. Now I heard this guy, you know, people, people really kind of start to blow me away because I do a lot of studying to make sure I know what I'm talking about. And sometime in my studying, I listen to things that I don't agree with. Sometimes in my studying, I read some stuff I don't agree with. So I was listening to this guy just yesterday um, and he was given like this weird interpretation of Revelation, but it made sense. <laughs> because he started off by saying, watch how simple this concept is. If Revelation is a symbolic book, why would you get to certain parts you don't want it to be symbolic? I was like, okay, give me, a, give me an example. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for him to give some examples, and guess what? Sure enough, he did. So he used, primarily what he was talking about is the thousand year millennial reign, And he was using numbers for their example. And I really did teach this too one time, that the three and a half and the three and a half and the seven are symbolic, they're not actual. Because remember when we was teaching Revelation, I pointed out to some events that was, it's under the category of uh, 42 weeks, what it is? What's the other three and a half years? 42 weeks a month? 1260 days? Huh? 1242 days? Time, 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 time and a half. That's right. So, but I looked at some events that it was pointing to, and they lasted more than three and a half literal years. And I found that out myself. I didn't listen to this guy do that. That was something that I showed y'all when I was doing Revelation at the beginning of the year. That these numbers, these symbols, all of this is symbolic. But then there are certain parts we get to and we read it as literal. So he making me study more, he making me go deeper. See, like my boy Natey said, what we've done in the Protestant church, we have been a, went a million miles wide, but we have only been one foot deep. And we gotta get a little deeper into just uh, trying to teach and preach people happy. Amen, 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 amen. So, in our study, we understand right now that those of us that's living a Christian life, you know, sometimes we testify and we say, there's some places that I don't go no more. There's some things I don't touch no more. There's some, you see what I'm saying? And that's true. When we can say, I don't know how long you've been saved, but I've been saved since 1996. And since 1996, I should not be living the same lifestyle that I was living in 1996, and here it is, 2022, and I'm still living the same lifestyle. Well, what what has salvation done for me? Amen. Let me watch this. Let me live on the wide road, live any way I want to, and then say God's grace got me covered. But this is what I want us to do as we go through Matthew. Uh, I'm gonna probably go to John because when you know Matthew, Mark, and Luke is really a synoptic gospel. John is really not synoptic. It's, it's really not like Matthew Mark, Luke and John. It's really not. But people say it's for synoptic gospels and I don't argue about it, but I think what, I, what God has put on my heart to do is Matthew and John, because John is so different. So, but what I want us to do all together collectively, I want you to count the times Jesus used the word grace. Count it. Sure. Grace. I already counted, I know it is. I want you to count the times you see Jesus say, but for God's grace. So what Paul was trying to explain, so you gotta understand something. Paul ain't the gospel. Jesus is the gospel of the Evangelion. Paul was trying to explain the gospel. Amen. So if we gonna start doing it Paul way, that makes us Paulian and not Christian. Everybody cool with that? Amen. Cause see, I'm, I'm under the persuasion we should be trying to do what's written in red. Hallelujah. Amen. Cause that's what Jesus said. Amen. And we reading some stuff right now where Jesus ain't really giving no way out. He saying, <laughs> look, if you're gonna be what? what let's read verse 14 again. Because the narrow, because narrow is the gate, and what? Difficult, or what's your word you had, limits? No, restrictive. Restrictive is the way which leads to life, and there are few that's gonna find it. It's only a few Christians in the church that's actually gonna streamline their lifestyle to mimic Jesus's life.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Now truth be told, I'm a pastor, truth be told, truth be told, I pulled out of my garage today and said, you know what, you sure do a lot of church.
3: I just told myself that on the way here today.
0: Man, you do a lot of church. Paul said it'd be a shame for me myself to be doing all these things and then I'm the one that gets disqualified. We have to be able to put boundaries and limits and wish a word against Restrictions on our life. Now you get to make them up. Now that's one thing that, uh, one thing that Protestantism did, leaving Catholicism, is it tried not to make up all the church rules that you gotta do or you ain't saved. It tried. I ain't saying it was successful. But one of the main premises of leaving Catholicism was so you wouldn't have to kiss the Pope Reed. He ain't, he ain't uh, supreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you don't have to buy artifacts to get into heaven or your people be saved. Indulgences. Amen? The grace message is in the 95 theses too. Amen? Mm-hmm. So, try your best. Read about Jesus and see what Jesus did and we're going to do that. Amen? Yes, sir. And I
3: just say, my Say that loud? Compressed.
0: I mean, you, you say
3: compressed is
0: the way. Perplexed.
3: Compress compressed. Compressed. Oh, tight. Yeah.
0: Compressed is the way. Amen. Compressed is the way. That's right. We gotta have boundaries. Now, just like we admitted at the beginning of the class though, there are still are some things that we're struggling with. But let's not live willy-nilly. And like uh Jesus said, don't be like a dog and do what?
3: If God
0: has delivered us from something, let's stay delivered from that thing. Mm-hmm. Say that loud. Oh, amen. Amen. Come on, let's go ahead and go to the next section. You will know them, ooh
3: boy. <laughs> Same thing I said. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go
1: ahead, be. beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravishing wolves. You know, the first thing that
0: come to my mind is that tree that Jesus passed by, that sycamore tree. Uh, Jesus passed by and he, it had leaves and that type of tree, when it has leaves, is supposed to have fruit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And what did he do with that tree? Mm-hmm. It occurred. It would a fig tree. Okay. Fig trees are the type of sycamore trees, I find out. Mm-hmm. So, we... It's not about works, but it's about works. You understand what I mean?
2: It's not about works,
0: but it's about works. Come on, let's go to James. What what? what the book of James say?
2: James chapter two, verse 14.
0: You know right what I'm talking about. Come on, somebody read that from me. James chapter two, verse 14. Now, I think that the caution is that the individual, ourselves, don't make it about our works. But he said in one verse, Jesus says, so let your light so shine before men. You see, so other people should see our works. But we shouldn't go around bragging and boasting about, look at what I've done, look at what I'm doing, and we got this and we got that. You know, I, uh, when when we had our anniversary day a few weeks ago, I made the statement that we got the best praise team on this side of the Jordan. Well, somebody brought that to my attention. When well, you was comparing, and I said, "No, we we was doing past, we was doing church anniversary, and I was mentioning some acknowledgments." So you see how you have to be cautious talking to people though, because some people that somebody, somebody took that like bread. Well, I praise God for it. Hallelujah. No, no, right? Sir. Mm-hmm. Well, right. You can do it. Well, I understood their point at, at the same token. Well,
3: what was the point?
0: <laughs> the point is sound like you, bread. Um, but the, the the point I was making is, look what Lord the boss.
3: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: You know, you you got two people on instruments that didn't know how to play them until they started playing. You got, you know, I didn't know if you knew you could sing like that. I'm gonna tell it, you, since you was a little girl on the back seat, you gonna sing in church front. <laughs> and that's my feeling.
2: <laughs> <know> about that
0: <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Stop You got about twenty-five yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. But we have to be mindful of the fact your life should be attractive, and the only way that your life is going to be attractive that someone might say or uh, ask you a question, "What is it about you? Uh, 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 how 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 do you how do you stay so? Come on, man. Uh, why do you look so luxurious? You know, there, there's a thing." where there there's some certain people that we know. Sometimes they be in the store, people ask them where they from. Cause they don't look like they from yes, here.
1: Well it's like a compliment. me yes, that often. Where you
0: from? Yeah, because you know, yeah, you know I, 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 I I reminded somebody just yesterday, you know, according to the HUD documents, uh, uh, housing and urban development, which is well where the government get their money from to build all these housing projects, the, the majority of that money comes from HUD, uh, housing and urban development. And pertaining to HUD criteria, Port Office was known as an uh, entitlement city. According to a federal document, Port Arthur is known as an entitlement city. So, be vigilant with me. This kind of off track, but I want to say this. Be vigilant with me when you hear somebody call north of 73 Mid County, correct them and say, No, that's Port Arthur. Because mm-hmm. they only want to call south of 73 Port Arthur because this is where we at. I said, i to up to 365.
3: Amen. Port
0: Arthur, go clean up to 365. And when you stay on this side of the road, you go clean up to the airport. All the way mm-hmm.
3: and going, going. I think so. All the yeah, we'll way and going. That's up. where it stopped yeah. at, yeah.
0: You see, so uh, our. Appearance, our flavor, our aura. Uh, let's, come on, help me with some more adjectives. Our uh, to explain the Christian
1: character.
0: Huh? Character. Our character. That's the I don't know. I don't need no more. Our character. We should be showing people that it's worthwhile to be Christians. We gotta even go a step further. We gotta show people it's worthwhile to keep the Sabbath. And I said that on the radio the other day. I can't, t- I can't say you're not keeping the Sabbath, you're not saved. That's not a true statement pertaining to the New Testament. But what I will tell you is you're missing out on some benefits. Because the Bible says that in the beginning, God blessed and sanctified his faith. And everybody running around looking for a blessing. And one of the biggest blessings we're missing is our rest. That's one of the biggest blessings that a lot of Christians are missing is their rest. You have to learn how to rest. Now, they got a lot of people who don't know how to cut their minds off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not suggesting medicine, because I'm not a medicine taker, and I would never suggest <clears> anybody <throat> else take it. But I don't know how I do it. I turn me some music on. I like country music, and I turn country music on real, real low, real, real low. If you're walking in my house, you probably can't even hear And I'm telling you, I'm out like a light. <laughs> and sleep till the next moment, until it's time to get up. When I get up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, I got to slap my leg to make sure I'm woke and not on my sit. Because I sleep good, and I want everybody to have that though. I really do because I understand how uh, the lack of rest, uh, the studies say that it can take years off of your life. Dr. Oliver said one day that 90% of the diseases that we have is because we dehydrate. We're not drinking no water. Now, isn't that weird just to have diseases because we don't drink water? Amen, amen, amen. So, let your light so shine that people would know that there, sh- there should be some fruit off of our life. Good fruit, too. Notice he kept saying good fruit, good fruit, good fruit. So, in other words, we're going to go back to uh, to Deep's favorite scripture. Seek you first the kingdom of God and, and His righteousness, and what?
3: Oh, so we need to be we need to be seeking
0: righteous fruit. Amen. I mean, we need to be letting off righteous fruit. Amen. 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 Goodness, mercy. Remember our New
3: Testament Matthew
0: 23, 23? Yeah, he said, "You paying your tithes and you cool your spices and all that." He said, "But what you're getting is the more weighty and that's justice and mercy and love is the gift." He said, yeah, you should do the former things. In other words, yeah, you should be paying time. He said, well, don't forget the truth. that do it." That's do of a of Christianity, y'all. I, I need you to remember that now. Because it's easy to go off in the NHEV. It's <laughs> easy to go off in the world. But the trail we want to leave is a trail of, you know what? They really couldn't win. a matter of fact, last year this time, they would have went off. I can see the change in you. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Let's go ahead and stop right there. Uh we're running out of time, so we're going to catch back up next week at verse 21. Oh, man, I ain't got that much further to we'll do. We'll do start at verse 21 and
2: probably go into chapter 8 next week. God bless us, man. Yes, sir. Mark, uh, you know, Mark.